Well, 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 I guess it's come down to this, ladies and gentlemen. We better get ready to fight. We better get ready to fight because Bill Gates and company are after us. Oops. I have to stop the player. <laughs> okay. Because it's it's shooting time, folks. The new slogan here at Eurofolk Radio is a gunshot for a flu shot. And if they try to mandatorily vaccinate any American, then we're going to have to fight back. And I've been talking to a lot of people, even the grannies, <laughs> even the grandmas, uh, have been saying, if they try to vaccinate me by force, I will fight back or I refuse to be vaccinated. This is where we're at, folks. The Bill Gates and company, which is, of course, the Jew World Order, is nothing but a globalist number one, depopulation scheme, and a, a total dictatorship of planet Earth. That's what it is. Uh, uh, what, what, what's your opinion, Michael? Yeah, this uh, vaccine, uh, that is, the, they want to try to create this uh, um, people that they will scream for the vaccines because now their life is like very locked up. They They have nothing probably to do, so they will be I guess very, very eager to take it just to get out of their of your lockdown situation. At least in the in the rest on the other part of the world, but here in Sweden still there is no lockdown. There is no no real lockdown here. Yeah, so, and uh, guess, your, your people aren't dropping dead from coronavirus, are they? No, they aren't. They are not. And I I heard that Dr. Day was referring to that the, the um, that they get big pro- promoted to classify the death as uh, as corona or how was it uh, that right? they get falsify they falsify the, yeah they falsify the, the record yeah they get thirteen thousand dollars per COVID nineteen uh, diagnosis so called right. Oh. And, it, and then $39,000 if you put them on a ventilator. And many, many um, doctors have been going on you know, uh, YouTube and elsewhere saying that these ventilators are killing people, not helping people. Yeah, well, okay. yeah, that's not, 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 it feels like that is not new, <laughs> new to feel when right. the pharmacia is in, in here. The pharmacia, the, uh, the, the witchcraft that they are using, they doesn't rely on, on God. So then they perish. And yes. they want to kill us. So. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, but still, yeah. That I'm still surprised that Sweden haven't still. They are still very. Uh, they are. I don't know what to say. They, we yeah, don't well, go along with that. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I guess your feminist government hasn't been indoctrinated. You know, the the, the Rothschilds failed to indoctrinate them about coronavirus. You know, before before they they. Uh, you know, put, rolled it out, put it that way, okay? So maybe that's why, because uh, your feminist government has been in lockstep with the Rothschilds up to now. Yeah, it is strange. Yes, they have. Mm-hmm. And haven't also uh, Trump just uh, spoke out against Sweden for not doing anything? So yeah. um, I guess uh, Trump gets his order from the agent of the Rothschild to say, hey, come on, get yeah. in line. Right. Okay, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Number one, let me just uh, quickly tell everybody that um, uh, Dennis Fetcho and I did an interview yesterday morning, and it's up on his website, Inside the Eye. And uh, he's got a graphic uh, calling the AMA the American Murder Association. 
okay, because that's what it is. So we talked about the fact that the Rockefellers are the ones who created allopathic medicine. They're the ones who created the false idea that viruses cause disease. Viruses are the product of disease, not the cause of disease. And we discussed the entire infrastructure of, uh, let's call it the devil's pharmacy, pharmacia. The Devil's Pharmacy, which was instituted here in America by the Rockefellers, and they've been promoting vaccination ever since uh, they created the AMA. Okay? It's just that yeah, simple. And, All right? And wasn't, isn't um, Rockefeller the, the, what do you say, the, the agent of the Rothschild after oh. J.P. Morgan Jr.? Yes. So he was in the, in the next agent that he needed, I guess. Absolutely. This is a Rockefeller scam. The Rockefellers also created the Club of Rome which is the global depopulation agenda. Okay, folks? This is where it's at. Okay? We didn't even talk about the Club of Rome yesterday. There wasn't time. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, that's the best interview that I've had with anybody on the subject because uh, Fetch is, uh, you know, he's, he's Jew savvy and he's deep state savvy. Okay, so uh, I put the link in, in the chat room. Uh, please listen to that when you get a chance. I'll put it up on Eurofolk Radio after our show. So anyway, uh, this is where we're at, folks. Uh, we, are in the, we are in the time of Jacob's trouble, and Jacob is in deep trouble. The Edomite Jews are not. Okay, what more proof do you need that the Jews are not Israel? They're not in any trouble at all. Okay, so... All right, so where where did we leave off uh, last week, uh, Michael? Yeah, I, we should go into the to the to the brotherly love. I think I did mark the Church of Philadelphia. Oh, as, uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember if we got through that one or if we take that one one again. And the and the the Church of Philadelphia is very appropriate for for yes. you in America because yeah, of its. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. House. I think we may have rushed through it because we didn't have time to do the analysis. But yeah, because it's definitely worth going through this again because uh, th this is really important stuff. We have to know that the book of Revelation prophesied the movements of the 12 tribes of Israel from the days of Christ, from the days of Yeshua, to the you know, present time, to the end, end times of Judgment Day. That's what the book of Revelation is all about. Okay, the, the 2,000 years and actually 6,000 years of the biblical, let's call it the beast system, because the beast system begins in Egypt. And what the beast system is, for those of you who don't know, it's the fractional reserve banking system. Okay, when the Jews figured out, the Edomites in Babylon figured out how to create fake money. All right. That's what this is about. And the creation of fake money, which is called inflation. Inflation is simply spending fiat money into circulation. That's all it is. But this system of creating fake money and spending it into circulation allows the Jew banksters to control all governments on the planet. That's what this system allows them to do. And it's called Mystery Babylon. And we're going to do shows on this in the near future, folks. It's called Mystery Babylon because it's a mystery to practically everybody. They don't know how the system yeah. works. But once you understand until how you, it works, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, until you start to study it to see how uh, 
scam it is it is yeah. money out of nothing and they they granted the power because they are they are the one that spends the money in circulation first so they yes. won't take the hit of the inflation that's right exactly right okay so uh i do have now this document the revelation unfolded part one it's up at www.anglo-saxonisrael.com and scroll down to bible prophecy under the documents drop down arrow Bible prophecy or biblical prophecy, and so far this is the only article in the, in that category. So you can open up this document and follow along with us as we read through. But first what we're going to do is we're just going to read from the King James Version to the church at Philadelphia. So, Michael, let's get started. Yes, so now I need to, we are then supposed to go into, this is chapter 3, I guess, is the chapter where we are. Yes. And then we're going to start up at verse number 7. So, I will start up to read until number 13. Okay. Okay, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, These things said he that is holy... He that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word. And has not denied my name. Okay, now here, this is true of America, because America was, is the only Christian republic on the face of the earth. Okay, and what was the slogan of the American Revolution, folks? No king but Jesus. They have kept my name. Although it's really Yahshua, but <laughs> that's, the, that's beside the point. The the American Republic has kept faith in Yahshua Messiah. That's what the, we're being told right there. Back to you. Yes, and then for the European nations, we have been Christian monarchs. We have have the uh, the uh, our what to say the heritage of having a monarch that has yes. been lived on in yeah. in the European nation states. Just descendants of the tribe of uh, the House of David. Yes, absolutely. Yes, that okay. is what we had had. But then this with monarchs, we don't we don't, we haven't had so many good monarchs if we follow them no. if you read the bible <laughs> that's correct maybe maybe three at best or two whole of them i don't yeah. know All right okay okay i read on behold i will make them of the synagogue of satan ooh, 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 ooh. which say they are jews and they're not but do worship lie now but do lie sorry yeah behold do worship a lie them. yes they do <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do, but I mis misread it. But yeah, that maybe it makes sense. Yes, it does. Um, Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Okay, now this is very important, because this book of Revelation, in fact the whole Bible, is written to, by, for, and about the Israel people, and nobody else. Okay, so this book is being addressed to the Israel people. So when it says, Behold, I will make them, that is these Edomite Jews, uh, to 
come and worship before your Israel feet and to know that I have loved thee. Well, so, well this, is, this is fantastic. It's telling us that the Jews will ultimately bow down before us and worship at our feet. Praise Yahweh. I can't wait to see this day. Back to you. Yeah, would that then be in uh, for because this is written under the Church of Philadelphia? Will this then be in America, or mm-hmm. is this the whole? Well, whole I mean, world? this is How... well. We're it'll start here. You know, the Jews were, are being exposed here as we speak because the Christian identity movement is exposing the Jews for what they really are. And by the way, uh, I got a report from Philadelphia actually uh, that uh, some guy with a uh, face mask went into a store and on his face mask he wrote Jew flu okay so and, and nobody bothered him <laughs> at least from the witness who reported this incident right oh yeah that reminds me uh, quickly before I forget uh, Fetcho reported that in the Philippines the, uh, the the president there is going to lock down the country for a full month for a full month. So he's giving everybody warning, go out and buy a month's worth of groceries and and a chicken. (laughs) A live chicken. Okay. They are creating, I don't know, do they get something from the financiers here to having a lockdown on their nations? I don't know. A chicken. <laughs> a free chicken, right? Oh, and yeah, so, but the bank, but the, uh, but those politicians, they get something to do the orders, I guess. So they get oh, the absolutely. money on the, that Swiss bank account. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Yeah, whether it's a Swiss bank account, I don't know, but the, the Rothschilds uh, will have arranged to pay all these politicians off through, with Federal Reserve notes. You know, the, the, the global system of the Mystery Babylon, okay? So yeah, now so I asked Fetcher, well, how how do you slaughter a chicken <laughs> in a little apartment? Because most of those Filipinos live in little apartments, and, you know, like in a high rise. How are you going to slaughter a chicken in, in your little apartment? It's going to be really messy, folks. I guarantee you that. Okay, back to you. Yeah, slaughter a chicken for me is you have it on the out on the out on your yard, and then you have a, a axe yeah. and then a, a yeah, stump, and, a, and then you and a yeah, tree stump, right? Yep, yeah. I did that when I was. I did that when I was a kid on the farm. I chopped the chicken's head off and de- defeathered it. There's a machine that defeathers it. Okay, but I let the left the butchering to the lady of the house. <laughs> okay, back to you. This is this world is getting crazy, folks. Absolutely crazy. All right. Oh yeah. Okay, number ten. Uh, because thou hast kept the word of my patience. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation. Oh, wow. Isn't this important? Isn't this important? Go ahead. Yeah. Which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Okay. So this is totally opposed to the rapture theory that says we get a pass from Calvary. This is the exact opposite, folks. Back to you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it is. When he said here, the hour of temptation, we shall come upon all the world. There you go. And they, them, that dwell upon earth. So I guess this will be globally. But of yeah. course, it is for our means because we haven't followed his law. We haven't done as he said. 
we <laughs> haven't putting in time to get to know him. Right. Our, well, what's, our, our what do you think the temptation is here? Given, given current the, events, Michael, what do you think the temptation is? From the hour of temptation, well, I will guess, for me, when I hear temptation, I hear all the worldly stuff, that people have been busy with all other stuff than to open up their Bible and know who their Redeemer are. That's, that's right. That's very good. That, that is basically uh, the problem that mainstream Judeo-Christianity has had. They have become materialists. They're, they're uh, crimos, crinos, Christians in name only. Okay, and that has been the problem with Christianity in general. Our people are too worldly, and once once they become fat and prosperous, then they they forget Yahshua. They forget the Bible, and that's that's yeah. been the case. But right now, there's a particular temptation created by the concept of security. Okay, they promise you security in exchange for a vaccination. This yeah, this yeah. Th- this is the hour of temptation, folks. Security and vaccination—they guarantee that you won't get sick if you follow their program of vaccination. Okay, the promise of security. And Michael, how is the world doing? Are they falling in line with their face masks and uh, blah blah blah? Unfortunately, in the rest of the world, I see that, but not in Sweden so much. You are so lucky. (laughs) I know. And this social distancing is when I I just watched this, you put up this video about I saw from Germany how the police was harassing people that were more than two. Mm -hmm. It was was so. And in India, they're beating the police are beating people with sticks. If they don't social distance, they stopped a motorcycle that had two people on it, and the guy on the back, they, they dragged him off and started beating him with a stick, right? They're, st- they're doing the same thing in Africa. I don't know if they're beating people with sticks here in America yet, but that day may be coming. Yeah, I saw that in Kenya. They were those that trying to live today, attacked them with tear gases and and all kind of stuff. And I guess they're pretty hard on, on all the people. Yes, all, they are. Yeah. yeah. Very hard. To it, it, this. And that it, is reveal, it reveals the type of governments other other countries have versus our democracy. It's not a democracy; it's a republic, where the government is supposed to serve the people, not dictate to the people. Yeah, it is. But still, when 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 I watch at the in what they're doing to the English people, what they're doing to the German people, that is for me communist dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Bolshevik, the banking Bolsheviks, the, because the Jew bankers have always financed communism anywhere it exists in the world. Back to you. Yeah, so that's, uh, but that, that's our temptation. That peace you, you, were, yeah. you will get from the peace. Is that any peace you want? Yeah, security. It's a fake, it's a fake uh, one. Uh, fake uh, security. It won't yeah. give you security. It's I fake. Think, yeah, it was one of our founding fathers. I think it was Patrick Henry who said, those who would uh, sacrifice liberty for security deserve neither. Yeah, they will get nothing. They will won't get, yeah, they won't get anything of it. They'll get slavery. That's what they'll get. All right. <laughs> this is coming to a head, folks. It's here. The end time is here. We're being told right here that these prophecies are coming true right before our very eyes. Back to you, Michael. Yes. So let's read number 11. Behold... 
I come quickly. Hold that fast, uh, which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. So this is, um, I guess, how can we hold that hold fast, which thou hast? I guess when I just think about those time to restrict or to to not take the vaccine. Yes, absolutely. Okay, the crown here is Stephanos. And that is, let's see, a chaplet as a badge of royalty, a prize in the public games, or a symbol of honor generally, but more conspicuous and elaborate than the simple fillet or fillet, uh, literally or figuratively a crown. So this is the crown or badge of royalty. Well, we, we Israelites are a royal people, okay? That's what the... Uh, Book of not well, that's what it's saying here in the book of Revelation. But at Sinai, you shall be a kingdom of priests. Okay, so we have that kingdom, it was given to us at Sinai, and the opportunity for us to claim it was given to us by Yahshua at Calvary. So, Sinai, Calvary, America, these are the three places where that crown is guaranteed if. You obey his commandments. Of course, now, as you mentioned just earlier, a few minutes earlier, that uh, Sweden is a royal country because uh, your royalty descends from King David. So all, all Swedes have the opportunity to claim this crown. But if you lie down and let yourself be rolled over by the Jew world order, you're going to forfeit this crown. Yeah, they okay? will take that. They will, exactly. And isn't that why they call it Corona? Right, coronavirus, because they're trying to steal our crown from us. Good point, yeah, Michael. Yeah, with their crown. Mm-hmm, exactly. That is a crown of crown. thorns. It's a crown of thorns, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, it is, for sure. But it, I guess, yeah, everybody doesn't know that it is the Latin word for crown is Corona. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, yeah, and I can also, when you see the hold fast, yeah. Um, okay, let's uh, take number 12 then. Um, him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out, and I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God. Yahweh. Which is mm-hmm. New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. So, here again, this also gets put to dust the belief that you, when you die, you go to heaven. You don't right. go to heaven, you go no. to sleep. Yeah, you go and to sleep. New Jerusalem, it will come down from heaven. It will come down here on earth. So you, yes, when you, when we are putting down the, what do you say, the telescope is, is up, or when we, when we uh, lit out the light, we will go to sleep until the second, uh, yeah. until the judgment day, until uh, uh, either to, to, to eternal life or to, um, yeah, not, yeah. not to gnashing teeth. Yes. A couple of points here. Uh, Sheldon Emery wrote a fantastic article entitled The Old Jerusalem is Not the New Jerusalem. And it's worth to everybody to go online and search for that document. The Old Jerusalem is Not the New Jerusalem by Sheldon Emery. And he he breaks this down 
and says, you know, because the word Jerusalem is often figurative. Even in the Old Testament, there's places where it's figurative for the New Jerusalem, which is not that stinking little hellhole called Palestine today, or Israel, okay? It's not that stinking little hellhole called Israel today. It's not the literal city of Jerusalem. That that city was cursed, folks. That was city was cursed by Yahshua at the end of chapter Matthew chapter 23, because and he said, until this place recognizes me as the Son of God, uh, it, this place is cursed. So with the Jews in charge there, they're never going to recognize Jesus as the Son of God. And he, that previous ver- verse where it says, the Jews will worship before our feet, that does not say they will repent. Okay? They will recognize us as the true Israelites. That does not mean they will recognize Yahshua as the Son of God. Okay? It does not say that. The Jews will never recognize Yahshua Messiah as the Son of Yahweh. They never will. Because it's in their DNA, because they're the children of the devil. They cannot recognize him. Okay? So, what's the new name? Well, it's possible that we have revived the name of Yahshua from the Hebrew... Okay, and from the Aramaic, which is his real name, and it could be speaking of a revival of the true name, uh, Kahinos, of uncertain affinity, new, especially in freshness. Well, I mean, if you if you have put something in storage and, and it's still preserved pretty well, and you pull it out, well, it's fresh. Okay. So it does not necessarily mean that it would be a a name that's unfamiliar to us. Okay? All right, back to you, Michael. Yeah. Uh, And also, didn't also um, Jesus Christ say that uh, it would be a... Uh, that Jerusalem will be, um, uh, what do you say, a pit of vipers or a a hang of vipers? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. He foreknew. (laughs) Vipers, yeah. And that harkens back to the garden where Eve was seduced by that viper pe- person, right? Nakash. Yeah, and yes. uh, and one of the shows I did yesterday included Brian Rue, who is a, a, a racial uh, purist and, and a Buddhist. And he said that tr- true Buddhism recognizes that there were fallen angels called Naga. Fallen angels called Naga. Where'd, they get, where'd Buddha get that from? Well, he, Buddha was an Israelite. <laughs> he was an Israelite. He was a white man. And he went around preaching you know, a, a version of Old Testament religion. And, and Buddha was originally a white man. People don't realize this. That, that religion has been perverted also. Every religion under the sun has been perverted by the followers of the originator, including Christianity. Okay, And it's no different for Buddhism. So, that word Naga is also in Hindu religion. They also refer to that as the fallen ones. Nakash, the fallen one, the fallen angel. And in the book of Enoch, it gives us the name of the fallen angel who seduced Eve, and that's Gadriel. Okay? Our, our literature is consistent. Back to you, Michael. Yes, uh, yeah, that uh, that Buddha because of their how they started out. It was an Israelite that created that, so that's why 
people can see so much i guess why so many white people can feel the that they are connected to buddhism or this because oh it's but because it is it is the root when you have the the root of it is from an israelite so i guess yeah. that is why so many white people get connected by it yeah i, d- I did an article uh, buddha was a white man and uh, i'm going to put that up uh, shortly on anglo-saxonisrael.com Unfortunately, I tried to open the link for uh, Revelation Unfolded, and there was a problem with it, so I'm going to have to go in and check it out. So, But uh, nevertheless, he was a relative of, of Ezekiel. The Buddha was a relative of Ezekiel, okay? that That is the historical fact, folks. All right, back to you. Okay, so now, finally, uh, number 13. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. All right. So, Until this the is the <laughs> right. Yeah, the congregation of Philadelphia is this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, the, again, this book of prophecy was written to Israel exclusively for our understanding, but nevertheless, it makes prophecies for the entire world. Okay, for what's going on in these end times. This is great stuff, folks. I mean, it's hard to misunderstand this if you. Uh, understand that the this book is written to Caucasian Israel and not to the Jews. You cannot possibly understand this if it was written to the Jews. First of all, the Jews reject Yahshua Messiah. So why would they even listen to this? You know, But there are some Jews who read the New Testament in order to try to refute it. Okay, there is no refuting this, folks. We're in it. We're in these end times just as the Church of Philadelphia prophecy indicates. Okay, so I have to uh, bring up the document on my uh, hard drive here. And so I'm going to read the analysis that I did in Revelation Unfolded, part one. All right, verses 7 through 13. And feel free to interject, Michael, as I read through this. The Church of Philadelphia, meaning brotherly love. 1789, that was the year of the Constitution, which is, by the way, based on uh, common law. Common law was begun by King Alfred the Great of Britain. He was a Saxon king. So, common law includes all of the Anglo-Saxon Caucasian people. And our Declaration of Independence even references the British people who were a combination of Celts and Saxons and Danes and other, you know, other of the 12 tribes of Israel that uh, they regretted having to make war against their British brethren, but they had to do it because the King George, who, by the way, was a German, <laughs> he was a German, not a Brit, Okay, so you see how our tribes are mixed up with each other in all these kingdoms, all these Israelite nations, okay? And then the very first immigration law of 1792 stated, you can only be a citizen if you are a free white person. Okay, folks? Blacks, Latinos, uh... Asians, Jews, cannot be citizens of America. But we know that the Jews, with their infiltration of our government, have suppressed all this knowledge of the original Constitution. Okay? So, let's get into this. 
And something, Elias, want yeah. to, something I think about when you said brotherly love is this, that isn't that also a very brotherly love act, uh, movement to do, to create a big, the state of America where all the tribes of Israel were joined under one, in one nation. Isn't yes. that also very much love that you don't divide Absolutely. yourself in different nations? You have Absolutely. one for all. Yeah, and the word Adelphos, uh, which is uh, tr- translated as brother, or brethren, very often in the New Testament, is Adelphos. Adelphos means from the same womb. Okay, so we're, tra- we're tracing the direct descent of our people Israel from the womb of Sarah, Rebecca, and Jacob's four wives. That's what the word Adelphos means, folks. It is very exclusive to the Israel people, and of course to the Adamic race. Okay, Folks, if you understand the Bible, it is a racially exclusive document. So is our Constitution. Okay, let's continue. The Stone Kingdom, ruled by the stone tablets of the Ten Commandments. Revelation twelve seventeen states, Blessed are those who keep the commandments of God and have faith in Jesus Christ. Yahshua Messiah. That is what Revelation twelve seventeen states. Nobody else. If you are an Israelite, a European, an American, an Australian, a Canadian, and you don't keep the commandments of Yahweh, and you don't have the faith of Yahshua Messiah, you're not getting into the kingdom. Okay? Sorry to tell you that, but you're not getting into the kingdom. You're going to have to suffer the consequences of this global dictatorship, this medical mafia dictatorship run by the house of Rothschild. That's what's in store for you. you know, if, unless you accept the saving grace of Yahshua Messiah and keep his commandments, you're not getting in. You're not, you're gonna, you may probably burn. <laughs> Maybe Yahweh will give you a lesser punishment. That's for him to decide. But you're, you're not going to be one of the remnant that, that has eternal life. That you will not get. Okay? Am no, I being um, too harsh? Am I being too harsh, Michael? No, I mean, that's the... Yeah, that's the... You have to put in, when you're here, down on earth, you have to put in time to study the scriptures. That is our main main focus. Study the scriptures. Learn them. And, and follow the laws because what will you be gaining? You will be you will be as a tree alongside a river and bearing fruits of righteousness. And that that those fruits and that joy you have in your spirit that won't cease to exist because of those very troubling time we have because you have the this um you have this um you have this Holy Spirit you have uh, you have He's with you Jesus Christ so he, you will you those troubling times will not be a problem for you and who does not want to have that peace that joy within you when when those harsh time those drought those fire is coming upon you I don't know who yeah 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 so these scriptures are written for us and ba- the main problem of the Israel people has always been Michael that they have been disobedient. That's why we were cast out into the wilderness in 745 B.C. Okay, it was Yahweh's judgment, the divorcement of the the ten northern tribes, and many of the two uh, tribes of uh, House of Judah went with them 
And throughout history, our problem has been our own disobedience. And our own disobedience makes us susceptible to the Jewish parasite, okay, right? It's just like coronavirus. It's a Jewish parasitic disease. So when we fail to obey his laws, we invite these parasites in. That's how it works, folks. Uh, as, as I have put it in the past, when we disobey Yahweh's commandments, Jews happen. Okay? We give them the... Because what we do is we break down our natural immunity to Jewish lies, and then the Jews sneak in. That's how it works, folks. And they have snuck into every country, not just our Israel countries, but every country in the world. They've totally taken over the entire planet. Okay? So, so, uh, Brother Hebert says, Philadelphia equals... A Greek for phylos, love, Adelphos, brother, from the womb, same race, peoples, Anglo-Saxon. That's how you're under, uh, supposed to understand it. And Swamp Fox put in a link to the uh, article, The Old Jerusalem is Not the Jer- New Jerusalem, from American Pro- America's Promise Ministries.org. www.americaspromiseministries.org. That is a Christian identity congregation. Okay, so let's get back to the explanation here. All right. The stone kingdom, the the stone kingdom ruled by the stone tablets of the Ten Commandments, temporarily restored in Philadelphia, USA. Christian Israel restores liberty and biblical principles in America. In direct contrast to the French Revolution, The American Revolution was a victory for Christian principles. By evicting the British and their Jewish banker financiers, America produced a system of honest money which became the envy of the world, and of course a system of liberty as well. Honest weights and measures were mandated by the U.S. Constitution. Now here, and we're going to elaborate on this when we do the, the... the study of Revelation 17 to the end. Honest weights and measures. Fiat money is dishonest money. It's dishonest weights and measures. The U.S. Constitution mandates that only gold and silver can be considered money. Okay? And they define a dollar, as as if I remember correctly, it's either three... 371 grains of silver or 271 grains of silver. It's a weight. It's not a value. It's a weight. So all paper money has to be, how should I put it, tied to that weight of silver. So that, that doesn't prevent people from using checkbooks or you know, paper money, but you, can't not, you cannot inflate paper money because it has to be tied to this weight of silver. Now, people as old as I am may remember that we used to have silver certificates. And the saying here in America was, the dollar is as good as gold. Why? Because you could take that piece of paper called a silver certificate to a bank, and that bank had to, by law, give you that that dollar's worth of silver. So if it was a $5 bill, they had to give you five, uh, five ounces of silver. They had to. Okay? So the Jews got rid of that system so they could inflate the money supply. 
this is how it works. This is how they have deceived the world with fiat money. Uh, so, so, so this is honest weights and measures, which was incorporated into our Constitution. It is based on the Bible, folks. It is based on the Bible. Okay. Yeah. Any comment at this point, Michael? No, it's um, well the same. Now I wouldn't say that have uh, Sweden has also had um, had gold and silver as their in their currency in in their in when you bought your uh, uh, the coins before you had gold and silver in it. But That's of course right. they they got rid of it because it's uh, the people is not allowed to have that and and the, if they are supposed to be able to inflate the money, to be able to create money for their their ends, uh, they yes. can't have that because uh, that will require. They can't have that. Then they can't have their schemes of bust and burn of of burns and bust. What do you say? Those one when yeah. you have yeah. big good time and then you crash the systems. You can take everything from people. Right. You cannot have that either. Yeah, the bankers, the Jew banksters, have always removed gold and silver from circulation. And they have always militated against the gold standard, which is the government standard, not not their own gold standard. Uh, Sheldon Emery was wrong about that. He didn't believe in the gold standard. But there's two gold standards, the ones that the Jew bankers create, and there's the one that the Constitution created. Those are two completely different things, okay? So that's biblical. And what, what was the money in, uh, that uh, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob used, Michael? What kind of money did they use? Gold, silver, and then cattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commodities, but primarily Commodities. gold and silver. That's yeah, biblical but money. Otherwise, yeah, and also the cattle was much more worth because it produced food for you. You had food. You had something to labor. So that's uh, uh, because we were we were and are a farming people. We are the yeah. only one at all those farming people. Yeah. Well. Hopefully, in the Philippines, if they get a female chicken, that chicken can lay eggs, <laughs> right? And and you'll have a few eggs every week, right? So, okay, <laughs> folks, this is this is such intense fraud, and the fact that people trust government un unreasonably trust government that the entire world has been flummoxed by this Jewish false weights and measures system and a medical mafia it is it, michael it's incredible to me that an entire planet can be so easily deceived by these jewish lies but they have controlled the educational systems of every country as well so that we have been dumbed down our our israelite traditions have been erased and that this is why people are so easily deceived okay but fortunately for you in Sweden, they have not forced you. Now, uh, in, in Britain, they're actually arresting people who go out into the country. Uh, by the way, they're keeping their social distance, <laughs> right? But they have added a rule that uh, it's an unnecessary trip. So not only do you have to keep your social distance, but you can't go on unnecessary trip. What's unnecessary? Yeah, who defines that? Yeah. Who defines what is unnecessary for you or for them? Yeah, exactly. This is total dictatorship, folks. I hope you figured that out by now. Okay? All right. So, honest weights and measures were mandated by the U.S. Constitution. The founding fathers, especially Jefferson and Franklin, totally aware of Jewish intrigue on the continent of Europe, 
swore to keep America out of Europe's warfare and economically oppressive system of debt usury. This is the mystery Babylon system, folks. Debt usury. And by the way, Benjamin Franklin stated that the true cause of the American Revolution was the fact that the Bank of England refused to allow the colonies to use their own money, which, most of the time, was gold and silver. So the Bank of England forced the colonies to accept their paper money, and it might have been in the form of coins, but they couldn't, they had to pay their taxes and their, what do you call it, their, uh, uh, the, the, the price you pay for imports. I forget what they call that. Okay. It had to be paid in Jewish money, in Bank of England money. Well, they couldn't get that kind of money. So that's why they were uh, had to resort to having their own money in the colonies. And it was usually the Spanish doubloon, okay, that uh, it was in circulation. But here again, the Jew bankers would always conspire to remove the gold coins from circulation. So they had to resort to paper money. And that's what Benjamin Franklin did. But they never used the paper money to for inflation. They simply used it uh, and kept the, the amount of paper money stable. So, yeah, and didn't, um, didn't the Americans, did you realize when, when the... Uh, when we say when the queen and the Rothschild tried to put this paper money in your hands, that you regarded them as f- funny money or like, That's uh, right. like uh, something like this. Maybe they didn't put the point on it, but they probably realized that they got less yeah. uh, less stuff for it. Yeah. So uh, the typical history books will say, okay, with taxation without representation, and uh, you know the the British government trying to impose its will on the colonists. They will never point out. They will never quote Franklin's statement that the true cause of the American Revolution was the fact that the Bank of England forced the colonies to use, uh, you know, Jewish money. Put it that way, Jewish money. Okay. All right. So, so the founding fathers, totally aware of the Jewish intrigue on the continent of Europe, swore to keep America out of Europe's warfare and economically oppressive system of debt usury. That word, that uh, hyphenated word, debt usury, is extremely important, folks. That's how Mystery Babylon operates. After a certain Captain Morgan published an article exposing the Illuminati in the American press, the Rothschilds hired two thugs and had him murdered. The Captain Morgan affair alerted American Freemasons, who were not affiliated with the Illuminati, to the presence of the Illuminati, thus keeping Rothschild and his minions from fully exploiting the American economy until the Civil War. That's another story. Okay? Verses 7 and 8. And a lot of people have been misled to believe that, well, yeah, they had Freemason lodges in America, but the Illuminati did control and they only had three degrees. So they were not affiliated with European Masonry in any way. The Freemason Lodges were like a you know, like the Elks Club today. This is where uh, you know business people and well they got together at bars. They were literally bars. That's what they were, right? Just like the uh, American Legion, right? You go there, they have a bar. You know, they, they get together, drink, and shoot the breeze. That's what these you know uh, uh, Freemason uh, lodges were in America. They were no worse than that. They were not affiliated with the Rothschilds. Understood, understand, folks. 
that the Illuminati was not created until May 1st, 1776. Just a couple is of months. That, yeah. yeah. Is that why every country celebrates 1st of May? That's right. You got it. Communism, right? And yeah, so Every the, socialist communist nation have that day. So there's no way that the Illuminati, which was financed by Rothschild, uh, had time to infiltrate the American lodges. There's no way they had time to do that. And so the Captain Morgan affair proves that the Americans were uh, you know, becoming Jew savvy as, as this whole process. So the American f founders, they sacrificed life, limb, family, fortune to fight the Jew banksters. They weren't working for them. Okay, That is a false uh, you know, narrative being promoted by a lot of people who want to you know, besmirch the founding fathers. Okay, uh, and then he, uh, George Washington even wrote a, a a letter to somebody who asked him, "Well, I hear that you're a Freemason," and he said, "Well, no, I I posed for a a, a portrait, and they gave me this they gave me this uh, Freemasonic apron, and so I put it on and they did my portrait, and then I I, I gave it back, but he says he only attended a two or three lodge meetings himself, so to say." On that basis, that George Washington is a Freemason, you know, it's an exaggeration, okay? You have to investigate these, and the, the truth and the devil are in the details. If you don't know the details, you won't understand what really happened, okay? And he was aware of the Jew banksters, and he, he called them the black nobility. That was the phrase, the popular phrase in revolutionary days. And uh, they understood these were Jewish bankers. Okay, all right, so uh, verses 7 and 8. The key of David is scriptural understanding. All, but I've come to refine this. It's love of the law. Because if you read the Psalms of David, virtually every one of them, he uh, praises Yahweh's laws, okay, which is totally lacking in Christianity today. For the first time in history and contrary to the history of Europe, the Bible was an open book for a literate citizenry, and it was the principle of our government. Okay? Yeah. Is that also, when you read in that verse, you say that it said, He that opened, and no man shall it. That when you, have, when you have opened up this, when you understand the spiritual um, in the Bible, no one will, will close it for you. No, nobody will close that one for you. No. It will always be open for you. Yeah, yeah. We're here to make sure that Bible is open, is an open book, and that our people understand it. But the churches, the Judeo churches, have closed the book. They have lied about it. They have written different versions of it so that you can't read. You know, the open book is, you know, you understand the Hebrew and the Greek words and what they really mean. You know, because uh, you can open your Bible if you don't understand what the original, uh, you know, writings meant. And uh, you, the King James is just as guilty as any other version of, of closing the book by falsely, you know, they include the word Jew, which shouldn't be in there. The word Gentile shouldn't be in there. Uh, man, should, it should be translated as Adamite if it's based on the Hebrew word Adam. They translate man from uh, Adam. Uh, the, the various different words besides Adam, confusing people. No, the Bible is very specific 
when it uses the word Adam, it should never be translated as man. It should always be translated as Adam. And the other words should be translated for, or like mortal. One of the words means mortal. It doesn't mean Adam. Yet they translate all these different words with the same word man. That is false translation. Okay? All right, so the angel... Go ahead. Isn't that also why all those translations that you mentioned, they all promote then that um, the scriptures, the Bible is for everybody. Because That's right. if you translate away Adam, you, you will take away that that knowledge that Adam is something special. It is exactly. something yeah. unique from among the other. So it's yeah. about to get, create this universalistic um, use yeah. on the Bible. That's absolutely correct. And uh, whether the King James translators did it deliberately... But I know that King James gave the translation committee specific orders to translate certain words this way and that, such as the word congregation. He said, he said you shall not translate it ecclesia as congregation. You shall translate it as church. Why would he do that? Because he was promoting the Anglican church. <laughs> All right? Okay. The, the uh, Nicolaitan Anglican church. All right. So imposing a dictator, a, a religious dictator over the Israel people is what that word Nicolaitan means. And that's what King James was trying to do. All right. He wanted, because he was the king of England and he wanted the Anglican church to rule over everybody. All right. And he really did not like the Congregationalists who brought their Bible to America. America was founded not on the King James Bible. It was founded on their Bible, the Congregationalist Bible. Most people don't know that either. Okay? So, yeah, is that the one regarded as Geneva Bible? That's the Geneva Bible. Thank you. Okay? So the Geneva Bible was the one, and this was uh, published by a group of Congregationalist Israelites who did not appreciate the, the dictatorial reign of European monarchs. They said, no, we don't, like, uh, we don't like you telling us what the Bible means. And that, guess what? That's what Christian identity is all about. We don't like people, outsiders especially, telling us what the Bible means. Okay? We, we have our own minds. We have reasoning ability. We can read the words. We can do the word studies. And we can determine for ourselves what the Bible really means. Thank you, but no thanks. Don't try to dictate to us what the Bible means. All right? This is the spirit of the American Revolution. Okay? This is the spirit of the Congregationalists who left Europe to found America. Okay? This is, you know, unless we know our history, we can't understand the, uh, the book of Revelation. There's no way we can understand the book of Revelation if we don't know this history. Okay? All right, where was I? I got on my soapbox there for a second. You are number eight then, I guess. <laughs> okay. Oh, the, the key of David. For the yes. first time in history, and contrary to the history of Europe, the Bible was an open book for illiterate citizenry, and it was the principle for our government. Now, Martin Luther and the Reformation temporarily established, uh, temporarily opened the book, but the uh, Resulting wars, the Thirty Years' War between the Catholics and the Protestants, you know, created such animosity in Europe that 
you know, it, it actually prevented Bible study in a calm and reasonable way. You have to have a peaceful society to be able to sit down calmly, read your Bible, open your concordance, and you know, compare words. You know, if this word, if this phrase doesn't make sense, then you look up the words and see what the words mean in the original languages. Then you can begin to make sense of a problematic verse, All right? And that's what uh, the Christian identity movement is teaching everybody how to do, okay? And there are others who have done this, but uh, not as a movement. The Christian identity is the only movement that promotes this way of studying Scripture, okay? All right, so verse 9, the angel dictating these visions to John deems it necessary to repeat the warning about the synagogue of Satan impersonating Judah, because it's in in Revelation 2.9 as well. Okay. Verses 10 through 13. Be patient and true. The new Jerusalem, by the way, the, the letters USA are contained right in the middle of the word Jerusalem. A new nickname or new name for regathered Israel, America. In ancient Hebrew, Ami means my people. Rika means kingdom. Kingdom of my people. Thus, America means, quote, kingdom of my people. America is a company of nations fulfilling the prophecy of Je- uh, Je- uh, sorry, Genesis 35.11. Britain, Europe, and other Israelite nations have also fulfilled this prophecy, but America is the last piece of the prophetic puzzle before the second coming. Okay? Doesn't say that America would be perfect. We are definitely not perfect, but we are keeping the proper tradition of the Bible being an Israelite book alive. And other yeah. countries, and, and Europe, as we have discussed many times, Michael, Europe has been socialized by the Jews, and the Bible has been looked down upon as a, you know, as a relic, right? That has never happened here in America. There's a few, mainly the Jews are trying to promote that idea. But the American people have utterly rejected that argument. Back to you. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is, uh, that socialization has goes on for, well, in this nation for well over 100 years. Yes. That is the time frame when they seduced these people first time. And I guess also that has, I've been thinking about that, that they always use the red with this and aren't naphtali associated with red. Maybe that's why we find it so appealing. Same in the Norwegian. I, I, I believe that both Naphtali and Asher are melting into the Norwegian and Swedish people. So that's why red has been so, yeah, into our hearts. I'm, this is just my pure speculation on it. Yeah. And uh, then something came to me when I read this, that this in verse 10, because he, this is his, his, uh, his um, what do you say, requirements. If we keep the word of my patience, I would regard that as his laws to keep his 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 laws within us. Then he will keep us from the hour of temptation. So that is how we're going to get through this. How he going to protect us? But we have to do our part, and that is to follow his law. That is to follow what he commanded us to do. Yes, amen. All right, the chat room they're saying that the word rika also means rich or plenteous. So, uh, for example, Costa Rica means rich coast. Well, America is the land of plenty. 
Okay? So it still applies to America either way. America, folks, has fed the world with our harvests. Yeah. Okay. Yes, look at your big, uh, I mean, every one, every, every one, your state is as big as one of our nation state here. That's and you right. have been having the most, uh, most abundantly with our agricultural, uh, yeah. with, um, yeah, planting. Yeah. Um, so you are been feeding, feeding the world. But now, I don't know, now we have been poisoned with this GMO stuff. Absolutely. So I, yeah. So that, yeah. Um, Last night I... Last night on Restoration Hour, I described the state of Illinois as if you drive south from Chicago, you will see acres and acres of acres and acres of acres and acres of corn and soybeans, okay? And, yeah, what what are they doing? with? It? They're turning the corn into a high fructose corn syrup, and they're putting the soy in uh, veggie burgers, but... You can't. The human digestive system cannot digest soy, unfermented soy. You have to ferment it in order to make soy digestible by a human being. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they've per- um, they have perverted our harvests. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. then we have a guest number eleven. Yes. Okay. So now here's the objective of this entire series is to uh, did, uh, hold on. Let me get back to the document here. Okay, so uh, verse, yeah, New Jerusalem. 14, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so now we're uh, in the church of Laodicea, and so I'm going to turn it back over to you to read the King James Version of uh, the, the, the last church, the last congregation just before the Judgment Day. Back to you. Yeah, this is the the main uh, topic why we did start up this show. It took us four four previous shows because we reached to this one. But here yes. is uh, the Laodicea. So okay. we are going to continue then in verse number fourteen. So chapter three, fourteen. And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceas, write these things, said the Amen. The faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Okay, now, now the word amen here, it's capitalized because it's a reference to uh, Yahshua, uh, the trustworthy. The, thus saith the trustworthy one, namely Yahshua, okay? Properly firm. Uh, there, there is firmness. To listen to what I say. I'm telling you the truth. Believe what I say, because I am the trustworthy one, the faithful yeah. and true witness. witness. Okay, witness, martus, martus, a witness. Uh, oh, by analogy, a martyr. Very interesting. That's uh, that's something. Uh, a martyr. A mar- Yeah, he was a martyr, wasn't he? Okay. Mm-hmm. The one who was martyred for Israel. The 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 record of the martyr. I had no idea there was such a connection in the word witness. Back to you. Yeah, it's it's amen. It's an it's a living book. That's why we should open it daily because we will get those small revelations when we read it. No, just listen to your pastor once a week on Sunday. No, it sounds boring. <laughs> yeah, that's really boring. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They have the same sermons. Okay. Same sermons. There you go. Right. Yeah. I know thy works. That thou art neither cold nor hot. I will do vert cold or hot. Okay. So, 
what this is real. What's uh, uh, how would you uh, in Swedish? There's got to be a Swedish version of of this expression, neither cold nor hot. What does that mean yeah. to you? We will say it is jumman. Okay, and uh, and it means yeah, that is, is lukewarm. It lukewarm. is not warm, not hot. Yeah, blah. <laughs> you yeah, you Christians are you, blah. Yeah, right. If you drink, uh, if you expect him to drinking a um, hot warm of coffee, and it is it is jumman. Yeah, blah. That's room not temperature. Good. It's not good. Yeah, I want my coffee hot, please. Don't people send their coffee back to the waitress if it's not hot? Oh yeah, you will yeah, because yeah. you ex- you don't want to have it that way, and then uh, you will not keep it in your mouth probably because it doesn't taste so good. No, so if we that, so but, we'll uh, get rid of it. See, I'm reminiscing about the days when we were able to go to restaurants, but you in Sweden are still able to do that. Yeah, right? we are. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't I love to take sure. my wife out to a, a restaurant and have a nice hot breakfast? <laughs> okay, but we can't yeah. do that right now. Okay, so I'm I'm wondering if they're going to be able to stop us from celebrating the Fourth of July. That's going to be interesting, folks. Okay, so I would thou wert cold or hot. Well, I think hot would be uh, you know with fervor, zealous. Obviously, Yahshua wants us to be zealous. That's a good thing. But cold, you know, why would Yahshua prefer the Israelites to be cold rather than lukewarm? Because they otherwise they're hypocritical. Yeah. If you're yeah. lukewarm, you're hypocritical. You you just take the things that fits you, and then. Yeah. But the cold one, I would regard them as the. Uh, they will either make an impression. I, if I would, if you would put this into your life, you can say people yeah. that are hot or cold, they will probably leave a mark on you. You will remember them, but That's... will you remember a lukewarm one? Never, no. because they're no. so. Like everybody else, you need to be hot or cold. <laughs> that will be remembered. Yeah, yeah. Same for Jesus Christ. He will, maybe yeah. okay. And the cold one is then the atheist. I would believe they are, but they would probably argue also. Well, well I don't yeah. believe you existed, but well, here you are. So right, well, um, you can, yeah. yeah, absolutely right. You can intellectually engage an atheist or an agnostic. You know, they would. In fact, I have found this to be true in my personal life because I have engaged many white nationalists who are both atheists and agnostics, who, who think the Bible is a, an evil book, but only because they believe the Jews wrote it, okay? So when I engage them and tell them, hey, well, no, it's not a Jewish book. It's a, Adam means to show blood in the face. The Jews don't show blood in the face. Neither do the other races. And then, then you can see their eyebrows raise. Hmm, that's an interesting statement. Tell me more. But the lukewarm and, Christian, they don't want to hear it. They, they're intellectually soppish. They don't. They they have no curiosity. They, they have lost their mental curiosity because they have believed the lies. Okay, that that and, describes the entire Judeo-Christian world today. Yes, it does. And I can tell you, like, that was how you got me, Adam, 
tell this red in the face because I've always been that, but I have never understand why and why people mocked me for it. Now, yeah. you were the one that told me how it related. You were the one that told me that. Thank you. <laughs> Glad to be of service. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is about truly understanding the scriptures. But the, the Christians are not interested in understanding the scriptures because they falsely believe that they already do. Don't tell me anything I don't want to hear. And it was the great German poet, Goethe, who said, No one is more surely enslaved than he who falsely believes he is free. Yeah, exactly. And those are many, many oh. European nations to be, to be yeah. that support to say we should, but they think they are free. But then look now how it is with what the cops are doing to the people. Look how free yeah. you are. And then you can start to ask yourself, you know, they also have families. What yeah. do they want? Do they want their children to grow up in this? Do they, how yeah. do they want it? Yeah. I would doubt it because We're, they are also, they, so I have, I have for them, they have, hard times also to be able yeah. to do this and yeah so i'm a gl i'm glad you said that because you see those cops in india beating citizens for not social distancing would a an american cop or a swedish cop beat his own family into submission if they don't take a vaccine no i have very hard to see that because I, w I would say if you look here in the the one you have here, the Swedish cop, they're not like that. They are, haven't been. So that's how I, I see them in a way. When you see them acting, how they are, they, yeah. they are not, they're not doing that because yeah. they have the lot of Adam. Yeah. Nimble Horse sa says in the chat room, this is the neutered, neutered church. Atheists are easier to reach with the CI message than the Judeo. That is correct. Yeah, they are. Yeah. This is where we're at, folks. And Paul prophesied the same thing in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, that just before the second coming, there will be a great falling away, apostasy of the Israelites. That's what this is, folks. They have fallen away. They have apostatized. They have become so lukewarm that, oh, well, let's continue reading. Let's continue reading yeah. because... Yeah, we are speaking about that subject. So yes. let's go into number verse number 16. Uh, so then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold or, nor hot, yeah, I will spew, spew thee out of my mouth. Okay, that word spew is vomit. Okay, what... Uh, what kind of condition are you in before you vomit? Yeah, What's, you're like you. Yeah, yeah, you're feeling pretty bad. Yeah, it's called in English. It's called nausea, right? Yeah, nausea. What, what's it called yeah. in Swedish? Oh, yeah, I'm, I have to think. <laughs> well, what could that be? It's been a long time since you've been nauseous, right? <laughs> Physically uh, nauseous. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, finding the words. You feel, yeah, yeah you feel. Yeah, uh, right. It's getting ready. Oh, that's one of the worst feelings in the world, right? That's for sure. If you so, have eaten something bad, food poisons and stuff like this, and you're feeling, right. yeah. you're feeling that. Okay, so now you have to understand that what this verse is really saying. Yahshua Messiah himself, he's saying of these lukewarm Judeo Christians, you make me vomit. <coughs> You make me nauseous, is what he's saying to the average Christian today. What kind of a judgment is that? 
<laughs> Sorry, folks. I'm almost. <laughs> I have to cough, not vomit. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to you, Michael. Yeah, and I did look at uh, the same time at the word they use for lukewarm in, in the Swedish Bible is jum. Well, it's like jumman. There, so that's uh, yeah. That's how we see it the same. This middle middle place somewhere. Okay. So now number seventeen. Uh, because thou sayest, I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. Okay. For me, I, yeah, that <laughs> describes the Christians. That's right. They, well, they've been, grown fat and lazy. They've grown fat and lazy because most of the European nation states have been very prosperous, very prosperous. And then this is why they, they think the other races uh, are capable of doing the same thing. No, they're not. You look at any other country, non-white country in the world, it's always a dictatorship and the poor can be piled up in masses because the rich dominate those nations totally. They do not have the tradition of liberty and republicanism that the white nations have, have uh, had, okay? Yeah, so, they yeah. are uh, uh, tyrannous and they right. rule the brut brutally over them. Yeah. So that's why they will also, uh, they will get very many blessings uh, when the Adamites, uh, when we are in control of the world. That's why they, they get, same with the colonization. They got blessings yeah. from us. Not, not the curses. We help them. Yeah, and this verse applies directly to the country club Christians who are rich and prosperous, increased with goods, have need of nothing, but don't understand that they are spiritually wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. They don't understand it. Yeah, and that would be a harsh awakening when you realize you're naked. You thought you had it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're... And you're your castle what's your what was your money and your stuff and that no. is not a castle no. worth anything because someone will come in and spoil it okay. put up your your treasures in heaven instead where no one can spoil it to the extent that our people have relied on their personal wealth they are being deprived of it right now michael not yet in sweden but all the small businesses that are owned primarily by white people, they're going under, they're going bankrupt. Why? Because they have put their faith in riches before their faith in Yahshua Messiah. Folks, this judgment is of Yahweh. He is trying us. He is testing us. Don't, don't blame me. Don't blame anybody else but yourself for becoming a materialistic, lackluster, lukewarm Christian. Yeah, they, they rely on, on the stuff of this world. Uh, yes. Businesses, instead of, because starting your business, I guess, that will take up very much time. So instead yes. of starting the scriptures first. Yeah, because absolutely. It, yeah, yeah. So if we put the kingdom first, everything else will put upon us. Right. Seek first the kingdom, and uh, everything else will be given to you. Right? But if you put the materialist things first, then you will deprive yourself of the kingdom. I mean, it's just logical, folks. 
right? Right? And but this is why the rest of the world, when Christianity was a vibrant, viable, even though imperfect religion uh, in Europe, nevertheless, look what we had. Look what Yahweh gave us for having faith in His Son Yahshua. Because the martyrs died for His name. Do uh, you think a modern Judeo-Christian would lay down its life for Yahshua today? No, they no. wouldn't. They are fat and happy, unfortunately. They have uh, the fat cat. They have become materialists. And the most deluded of all are the rapturists. Okay, now here we are. These deluded Christians, these rapturists, are being deprived of their homes and their fortunes and their cars <laughs> and, and very shortly to come, food. Have they been raptured yet? <laughs> no, we have debunked that that previously this show that the rapture is false and everybody that listens, we are pre preaching to the choirs here, I think, but yes. no, they won't. It's a total delusion that their false priests have put in their minds. Back to you. Yes, okay. So, let's take number 18 and see what he has to say. I counsel thee to buy of me gold, tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the sh shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. Yeah, and the gold they are speaking about here is not gold that you think about gold and money. It is that is, I guess, a metaphor. Yes, how we are refined. We will mm -hmm. refine. He, he wants to put fire on us. He right. wants to uh, put fire on us so he can uh, get off the dross from us. And then he can, he, Jesus Christ can look at that coin and say, oh, I see myself in that coin or that that believer. And then he's he's accomplished his mission. That kind of goal is what he wants. Yes, and that's, a, that's actually a, a reference to the prophecy in Isaiah about the refiner's fire that uh, we must be refined as gold and silver and other precious metals are refined, you know, and that the dross be removed, that the dross be removed, that is our sins must be removed from us. To the best of our ability, we must obey his commandments. But we have about 10 minutes left, so why don't you just take it to the end and we'll uh, save the commentary yeah, you know, we'll have to do one more episode and uh, save the commentary for next week. Okay? Okay. Yeah, we speak. We there's so many. The language is so speaking, so we we tend to speak much about it. Okay. Yeah. And let's continue with nineteen. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Even as I also overcame 
and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath near, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Okay, well I guess we do have time to uh, analyze this. Okay, we don't need to go in great detail. I think people get the point of what we've been trying to say, that the last generation of Christians is so unappetizing, <laughs> right? Because we're, we're using food metaphors here, folks, food metaphors, that Yahshua considers the, this last generation of Christians so, know, so obnoxious, so vain, that's probably the best word, vain, that they make him nauseous. I mean, what a judgment upon the modern Judeo-Christian. What a judgment. Okay, verse 19. As many as I love, and he's speaking to Israel here, I rebuke. If you are not willing to accept chastisement, confute, admonish, convict, reprove, okay? If you are not willing to stand and be rebuked by your Lord and Savior, Yahshua Messiah, then... Are you a Christian? Can no, you possibly, by name yeah, only. Right. Yeah, who created you? You know, if you're not willing to be rebuked by your own father, who created you, then you're, you're not his disciple. Okay? The, uh, those who I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Okay? Again, those who think the law has been done away with, if there's no law, there's no need for repentance. They were saved 2,000 years ago at Calvary. That's what they believe. I'm sorry, folks. That's another lie. Okay? All right, uh, three more verses. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Knock, 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 knock. <laughs> Is anybody in there? <laughs> like that song by Pink Floyd. Is anybody in there? In fact, that's what that song is about. It's about people being comfortably numb. Yeah, Com and they've been numbed by the, by the modern Baal priest. That's correct. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. He's setting out the conditions. What you as an Israelite have to be like to be able to sup with him. Verse 21, To him that overcometh, and this, again, how many times have we seen this word overcome in these first three chapters? Many times. It means to, it's nikau, to subdue, literally, to conquer, prevail, get the victory. Over what? Over to what? Overcome. Overcome yeah. this world. Yeah, overcome this world. And also overcome your own sinful nature, which the world wants you to be. All right? I love not the world. I love not the world, he said. Okay? To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Thronos. Seat by implication. Power. A potentate. You will become a potentate if you have the patience of the saints 
and hang on until the bitter end. Okay? Folks, we're almost there. We're almost there. Okay? Even as I also overcame and am set down with my Father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the congregations. Okay? This last church, this last congregation of the lukewarm congregation has utterly failed to understand and appreciate his word. Okay, folks, this is the reality of Judeo-Christianity in these end times. Michael, your final thoughts here. I think we can conclude. Uh, I don't have to go through my personal notes. Uh, the, the, it's very clear what these chapters, these first three chapters of the book of Revelation are telling the Israel people. Back to you. Yeah, this is the, for sure the time we are living in now. This describes the, but when the Judeo-Christians, if they either read it or not, I probably don't, I don't know. If they read it, they probably won't, I don't know how they interpret this one. Probably they they just put it spiritual, not put it how it is today, because this this uh, this describes them. Do You may as be rich. Yeah, the same with the... Um, how the what do you say? How it is in Sweden? There are many people that have their their you know companies and everything and are rich yeah, probably, right. but yeah. they lose it. They will lose it. They will lose. They lo- well, it. you're lucky. They're not losing it yet. <laughs> but we'll see whether your feminist government keeps this up. That they probably will have to knuckle under the pressure of the Rothschilds fairly soon. We'll see. Yeah, that. Yeah, because um, but I have spoken with with some companies and they say they have lost half of their their revenue, so it is oh. it is still affecting. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, because of their exports and imports, because the other nations. Yeah, and yeah, and this that companies doesn't want to be in, in larger groups, so they cancel a lot of a lot of maybe yeah, they cancel a lot of stuff. You know, all the. Um, yeah, the hotels, all of theirs, they have lost very much because of this. So oh, you don't need... They're self-distancing, in other words. They've yeah, taken a... They even, even though the government's not requiring it, they're self-distancing? Yeah, the companies wow. have put on some. So yeah, they have been doing some of it, but not as hard as on... Yeah. Not as in other nations. But okay, sorry, I'm digressing here a bit. Yeah, no, but that's, still, yeah. that's important. Um, that's good have, to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but as I said here, this uh, this goal that this that's what I this goal that's what we want to be. That's how that is the treasure that we put up in up into heaven. That goal that is the one that they can't take from us. They can't take it from us. Yes, no, they can't. But this last congregation of Israelites will be so lackluster that, in fact, Swamp Fox puts in the chat room, and they would kill Christ again. Because yeah, they're, because they're, he would wreck their boat too much. He would he yeah. would uh, upset them too much. Yeah, but, but the things he he taught, same as it was during the time of his first time he walked the earth, because right. it was also his own people it was, but uh, that also didn't like because they're rocking their boat, their system where they were in control and power was yes. yeah they rocked the system. That's what he did. Yes. Uh, Nimble Horse says, the wicked flee when no one pursues. I think you quoted this a couple of episodes ago. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. A land in rebellion has many rulers, but a man of understanding and knowledge maintains order. And that's the order of Yahshua. 
Okay, and Brother Abair says Laodicea is literally a righteous people, from the Greek words uh, Laos and Dikaios. Dikaios was understood in the Greek mind as being that which is deemed righteous by man, as opposed to Hosios, which denoted that which was deemed righteous by the gods, or rather by God. Therefore, the word Laodicea may be interpreted here as denoting a self-righteous people, and thus the message fits the name of the assembly. Very good. Thank you, Brother Abair. Yeah, we, have, we Israelites of the world, have become a self-righteous people, rejecting the laws and commandments of Yahweh, and being what, what, judges. We know better. They, they are the we-know-better congregation. That's what they are. Yeah, unfortunately, we have been tricked into humanists, secular humanists, uh, socialists. We yeah. we believe we know best, better, but that yeah. is the way the wise will come. Will, they will be proven as fools. Yes, that is also one of the that Jesus Christ need to do. We need to prove that we are unable to rule ourselves. We need to have our King Jesus Christ to be able to rule yeah. with His laws. Yeah, he purchased us at Calvary, so we belong to him. And if we don't humble ourselves accordingly, that we are doomed. So all of the, uh, it's obvious, Michael, that all of these Judeo-Christian denominations are going to be destroyed. They're going to be absolutely destroyed. And the remnant of Israel will be left to reign. That's, that's the message of these three chapters of Revelation. Folks, I hope you have enjoyed this series. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. Thank you, Michael. And here's the outro music. Bye-bye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. All right. I think we nailed it. <laughs> yeah, 